0: Jeff Wilson started covering the Texas Rangers in 2008, though he'll never forget 2021. Out on his own, he decided it was time to do a podcast, but his wheels were spinning until a nerd came along. There's no going back now. Welcome to the Texas Rangers baseball podcast. Here's your host, Jeff Wilson, and the recliner nerd himself, John Moore. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Rangers Today baseball podcast. This is episode number 89, and today... Kip Fag's going to join us. Once again, he did it last year after the draft. He's going to do it today. Mm -hmm. Just like last time, brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders. Again, thanks to the Dub Network, what you're watching this on. But let's go to the big leagues first. We've just come back from an all-star break. Let me move a little bit because we're back to this camera now. (laughs) Um, All-star game went pretty well. A little little surprised Corey didn't get to bat again, but I I can handle that. But I'll tell you one of the coolest things of the all-star game that I love, and I can't wait to talk to him today. We'll be out at the ballpark later today. When Nathan Avaldi was on the mic talking during the game, that was one of the coolest things. I've I've seen that before, but I guess it's because I know Nate. We know Nate. Sure. And my wife was going, they need to quit talking to him when he's in his (laughs) (laughs) windup. I was like, I think he's okay, honey. Yeah,
1: you know, they did it last year with um, Jose Trevino behind the plate. They did it with uh, Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays. And, it was really fun. And, and, you know, I was wondering though, you know, the, the pitch clock, how quick it goes, you know, they tried to do it with Josh Hader yeah. and, and, the, and the, the eighth inning and he like the inning was over before they had a chance because they got a double play and it was like, all right, well they're done. So, yep. um, yeah, but that's not a complaint against the pitch clock. Uh, you know, the Rangers, there were five starters, which is ridiculous. All six st- on the field. All six are on the field when Nivaldi pitched uh, his second inning there, and then or the second inning. Um, but it was it was a, a pretty cool deal. They went zero for nine. Adolis Garcia made a couple really good catches battling the sun. You know, and I was talking during the workout yesterday to the Rangers people who've been to Seattle several times. I don't, we never knew the sun was a factor at that time of day Mm-mm. because the roof is either closed or it's cloudy. Right. There's no in between, and so a five o'clock start. Not ideal with the roof open, but
0: and a beautiful day too. Yeah,
1: it's apparently the weather was great in Seattle, which is a a rarity. So, um, yeah, not not bad, not not a bad show, you know. And and the game's entertaining. It's still the best All Star game, uh, in in any in any sport. And um, you know the home run derby seems to have taken over the game in terms of popularity. And uh, I I would like to see the rules change a little bit. Um, I like the timer. But I think the people who hit the most home runs should advance. Adley Rushman should have been in the, should have advanced, you know. Yeah. And, uh, especially with what he did from both sides of the plate. Yeah, that was impressive. That was pretty cool too. That so, was pretty cool. Um. But anyway,
0: by the way, he's he's played the home run game too. There you go.
1: Yeah, we got to send that out, John. Yeah. Um. So. Anyway, it was a good it was a good time. Hopefully, everybody got rest. You know, the the all stars didn't have to be at the workout yesterday. Uh, I saw Dolas Garcia, but I don't know that he was going to work out. He might have just been dropping stuff off or whatever. But, sure. Um, so we'll see. You know, uh, it starts tonight. with The Guardians. I mean, this is a tough. This is a tough stretch. I know. To, to finish the month. It's uh, what Guardians, Rays, Dodgers, Astros. And then um, Padres and and those last two honestly are on the if road. you
0: if you are going to go five hundred through this it's probably okay I mean this is going to be tough
1: it is it is um,
0: they're, they're, let me let's go where they're sitting they're fifty two and thirty nine at the break three and seven in their last ten and they've lost a couple I mean this is not a team that is just they're 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 on a little lull right now
1: uh, uh yeah yeah they they were tired you know I I think you could see it with uh, some of the players I think you could see it with Josh Spores, especially, <clears throat> um, either that or the league figured him out and he needs to make an adjustment or maybe both, but, um, it, it was, it wasn't very good, very pretty going down the stretch and, and you know, the, the, you know, losing three or four to the Astros stunk and made things a little tighter than it had been. But, you know, these things are going to happen. Winning's not easy. No. Um, you have two, two guys on the coaching staff and Bruce Bochy, the manager, and Mike Maddox, the pitching coach who, are. Uh, are perennially in the playoffs or have been in their career. So sure. they'll, they'll, they'll offer some pretty good guidance, I think, in the second half. And um, Mike will figure out a way to juggle the pitching staff. And, of course, you know, the trade deadline is now the next the next big event. Here in, and uh, all in, the focus in a, in can go to weeks. that. It's
0: not like they haven't been focusing right. on that. But, right. But the draft was a big deal, and we're going to obviously talk about the draft with Kip, which is yep. going to be a yep. lot of fun um, to talk about that. But th- this is uh, th- this trade deadline may be one of the most important ones they've had in in at least the last five years. We'll know it's the most right. important one. Yeah. But but this is a team that is good enough to play in the playoffs. They're they're at least a wild card team. No matter what, even if yeah. the Astros were to, were to catch them, this is and they can make a run. This is a team good enough to make a run, even from an all from a uh, from that point.
1: Yeah, you know the. I mean the the best thing to do is to win the division because with the, the AL East teams as good as they are, um, it may it may be hard to win a wild card spot. So the you know so definitely work on the division, obviously, but um, you know and that way you get to play at home in in the early rounds and um, right. Anyway, uh, but yeah, they they have to they have to address the bullpen. I mean, there's just no question about it. And um, you know, it's great that they have a role as Chapman, but how many times has he pitched? Three times, yeah. And and and, and they haven't been in like really huge spots. And
0: you know, and- Spores. I, I don't think Spores is being used the way he should be. He's he's at the back end of the rot- of the of the bullpen now because. He's kind of like the only one they were trusting there for a little yeah. while. Him and him and Smith. He he's not best there right. with that stuff. If you have a closer and a setup guy, he's a six, seventh, eight, you know, rat six, seventh guy, yeah. or even a matchup guy. You know, you got two right-handers coming up to start an inning. Yeah, you can put him in there and mow through them and get that third out.
1: Yeah, he's. Um, I mean, he's still inexperienced. I mean, this is the best he's pitched in the majors. This is the. These are the highest leverage situations he's been in, so he's still learning and feeling his way out. I mean, remember, he was so bad in spring training that uh, they came up with an ankle injury for him yeah. <laughs> to put him on the injured list and and to get him get him straightened down. It's been pretty good, no question about it. It could, but but I think that um, the Rangers would agree that they needs more than Josh Spores pitching the eighth inning in a. Playoff game and so, Aroldis
0: Chapman isn't the answer that they have back there. He's great. He's a good addition, and he will be in leverage situations. Yeah, he, but but they need to get more arms.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, Aroldis Chapman is just part of the part of the answer. They right. Need, they need, you know, I think I think some Rangers players think they need a couple more relievers, two more. Um, I still think they need a starting pitcher. Um, it, it, yeah. it helps them for next year if you get the right one who's under control. So. Try to get that, too. I, bats leave the uh, – offense is fine. I don't think you need to, to to do any of that. You know, at, at some point, if you are going to be a playoff team, you start thinking about late-game situations and, and who you can put in. Well, you got Bubba Thompson, you know. Sure. Who can come up and run and steal your base. Uh, you, you have guys like that in the system already. And, and I think if, you know, if Ezekiel Duran is going to continue to hit like this, uh, he's your answer in left field. So – really every every position is spoken for um, and and we'll see what happens but um, interesting it, it, is, it is interesting and it, you know maybe they do go get a bat I don't know you know maybe they
0: maybe part of the deal is a bat that comes with it yeah, um, yeah. It, it's and I, I would think in a deal like that if they do get a bat someone like Duran is probably in that deal to kind of swap out kind of a, a swap out I deal. mean if,
1: if it's if it's a guy who's under control,
0: Yes. No, no, no. I'm then, then I agree. You, you
1: de- def, you know, and it's it, not a rental. A rental yeah,
0: isn't gonna get you Duran.
1: No, no. Um, you know, and and I mean
0: But if Duran were part of the deal, what I'm saying is if Duran – yeah, maybe if it was a deal where a starting pitcher was coming under control and a bat that maybe wasn't under control, Duran could be the guy yeah to headline that deal sure or be part of that deal because you know what's coming up that you've got your left fielder coming back in the deal, and then even if he's here just for a rental you've got some guys in the system that are probably making a big leap forward by the end of the year.
1: Well, you know, yeah. I mean, Julio Pablo Martinez probably should be in the major leagues. Should. I mean, he'd be the starting – he'd be a starting outfielder if it was 2022, but it's not. Um, I, I think that um, it'll be it'll be interesting. You know, the, the Rangers have a, a pretty clogged-up 40-man roster. Yeah. So, I think that that if you're a prospect on the 40-man roster, I think – I wouldn't. I wouldn't get too comfortable. I wouldn't make any real estate plans this this uh, these next couple weeks. Yeah, I wouldn't I think buy that, in
0: Texas unless yeah, that's just where you want to live in the off season. Yeah,
1: the Rangers need to. They really need to free up that forty man a little bit, and and that's one way to do it. And and it's not just to make additions this year. You know, there are a lot of Rule Five guys they'll have to consider protecting in the offseason. So, um, it's it's a complicated deal. It's not just about the rest of the season it, it goes into next year it goes into the offseason and um you know I'd, I'd be curious to know what's what what conversations are taking place i've always had a theory that that when it you know there's a rumor that comes out that says hey the rangers have might have talked to the pirates about andrew mccutcheon yeah well who else do the
0: pirates have yeah
1: <laughs> they have a, a young controllable pitcher who's an all-star and a close and a reliever who was the Uh, a setup guy on on team usa and yeah and you know oh the rangers are talking to the white sox about lance lynn well who do the white sox have they have dylan cease yep you know and 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 the giolito
0: was the new name that popped up where who the dodgers are really in on that
1: they're 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 looking bigger than that and yeah and um so that's where there's smoke there's fire and 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 so i'm I'll, i'll be curious to see what shakes out and and you know, it, Well,
0: you see this in every trade deadline. You go to the White Sox and you say, hey, we're looking at Giolito or we're looking at Cease. We'll give you these guys, and they say, for that guy, let's, let's look at uh, Lance Lynn. And, of course, the Rangers are like, hell no, or whatever, but what gets leaked out or whatever. You know, Lance Lynn's agent says, you know, the Rangers have inquired about Lance Lynn yeah, or, or yeah. whatever. I mean, it's a back and forth right now. Nobody's in a hurry to make that move until they fill out and realize that they're not getting anything better.
1: Well, and, and a lot of the – leakage is from teams that are trying to gin up interest, Yeah, you know, and, then and, and trying, you know, making sure that there's, you know, if, if one team is called about a guy, well, maybe that'll spur a couple others to call about and say, Oh man, we better get in on this and see what right. they're asking. And, um,
0: and that's the smart way to play it in yeah. any
1: business. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we, I think, I think all of us have been, uh, reporters have been, used in, in that way and um not me but you yeah um <laughs> it, it, it's it's definitely happened and um that's okay uh you know you you it's news you know if, if somebody tells you might as well write it you gotta so, write it yeah you gotta put it out there uh, and... um and and it's uh but but it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty Hectic, I think, here the next couple of weeks with Rangers news and Rangers rumors, yeah, and it's be fun. Know, and 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 on the good side, you know, because while while this is an it's an important trade deadline for them in terms of winning for you know the first time since 2016, but you know the 2021 trade deadline was pretty important, and and um when the, when they traded a, traded off Gallo and and Kyle Gibson and the Gibson trade hasn't worked out, but that Gallo trade's been pretty fantastic, yeah, and, and so and they don't uh, all work out, but yeah. You know, so there's two sides, and it's it's much better to be on the buying side, I think, than the selling side. Yeah,
0: and the the deal is, it, it, I mean, like you you've seen some prospects leave here where you've been, oh crud, I can't believe we let that guy go, and then they haven't panned out where they were, and then others who have turned out. Hendricks is one that, and you, you think of that that goes somewhere and does well for somebody, yeah. Um, and then you're like, well, crud, and we gave him up for that, but man, you've got to. There's no guarantee a, 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 a prospect, unless it's your top prospect, yeah. is going to do well where they go. That's part of the reason. Look, I'm a guy that I tend to hoard my prospects as I do my little right. thing. But I'm also like, there's no guarantee that guy, when he gets to the big leagues, is anything. Because yeah. you can look at a guy the way he was then, and he was tops, and now he's back. Look at Maximo Acosta, who's finally, he's getting some more yeah. garnering. and starting to build again. But he was like, one, two, or three, and now all of a sudden he fell back because he struggled a little bit. I mean, that stuff can change any day. Davis Wenzel's a guy that kind of fell off everyone's radar. Starting to, he's probably somebody could be added. Yeah, to a piece.
1: Yeah, I mean, there it's, it's uh, you know, you, you prospects are like, uh, you know, college football recruits. Yeah, you know, you can be a five star recruit and you get homesick, or you get hurt, or you have trouble with your girlfriend, and and you know, it. There, there are all kinds of. Things that can conspire against a prospect or a the or game a, speeds a up five star. And yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it's so it's there are no guarantees. I mean, if you look back at the the Cliff Lee trade, Justin Smoke was a good player, became an All Star, but the rest of the guys never really did much. Mm-mm. And and I guarantee you, the Rangers don't don't regret that trade at all. They Not at to, all. They, they went, went to the, the World, World Series. series. Yeah. yeah. And then you look at uh, the the. 2011 trade dead, trade deadline where they traded Chris Davis and Tommy Hunter for, um, what Koji Uehara? Yeah, you're like, oh, that wasn't a very good deal because Chris Davis went on and, and had a couple really great years with with the Orioles at a position where the Rangers weren't particularly strong at the time. Uh, but again, they went to the World Series. Yep. You know, and and
0: and Koji and, was
1: he was good the next year. Yeah, he was really good the next year. And and um, but but. You know, and then what? Fifteen, the Cliff Lee trade. You look at all that they gave away. None of those guys have really panned out. uh uh-uh. And so you mean the
0: the Cole Hamill trade? Cole Hamill's. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, None of those guys have really panned out. So, it's uh, you, you never know what you're getting. You know, the Phillies thought they were rebuilding their farm system, and they did. And they they did, I guess. But yeah. So anyway, we'll see what happens.
0: Good organization will take some of those guys and flip them for someone better anyway. Yeah. That's what I say. All right, what do you think? We get in uh, get get uh, Kip in here.
1: Yeah, let's get Kip in and.
0: Um... Hey, we're gonna be at the ballpark tonight, guys. We appreciate everybody. Go to uh, RangersToday dot com. It's five ninety nine a month, uh, sixty dollars for the year, thirty five dollars for six months. Go give it a try, guys. Look, this is the best uh, – I canceled one of my subscriptions this week because it, it hit and it was, like, too expensive and I got rid of it. I'm getting all my news right here. That's all I need right now. So, mm-hmm. um, when they're hitting and getting there, I'm, I'm not telling you who it is, but I'm, I'm starting to back off of them. I'm like, I, I don't really need another place to go right now.
1: Yeah. No, we're, we're thorough. I mean, that, that's, that's the thing. If you want to go – if you want minor league news, we cover it better than anybody else. Yep. Uh, the big league club, we're on top of things. So, yeah. Um, it's going to – it's worth the money. Yep. It, it really is. And, you know, it's 60, it's $60 for the year. It's $5 a month. It's $0.17 cents a day. Yep. That's, that's like one Starbucks. Yep. You know, and and so just put – don't get Starbucks for a day. Get Rangers today, and you're good.
0: You're good. And, guys, with that being said, talking minor leagues. Let's go talk about the draft because yeah. Kip Fagg is going to join us. Kip Fagg right after this, guys. All right, Jeff, what's happening with Frisco this week?
1: Well, as as you know, the the guest segment of Rangers Day Baseball Podcast is brought to you by the Frisco Rough Riders, AA affiliate of the Texas Rangers. Uh, Frisco opens up the second half on the road, but they are back in town on Tuesday, July eighteenth. So this very coming Tuesday, uh, they play the San Antonio Missions, who I believe are uh, Padres affiliate. Um, as always, on on Fridays and Sundays, they have fireworks shows. We you know we went; uh, the Wilsons did indeed go to the July fourth. Uh, Double Fireworks show. It was pretty good. Um, awesome. Talked to, I talked to Evan Carter and, and, and did a little work. Uh, uh, Carlos Cardoza was a tremendous uh, Always. guy. Uh, took care of Henry. Gave him a little tour of the clubhouse. So, uh, made, made me question my ethics a little bit. But uh, I, t- <laughs> I, d- I didn't go on the tour, so I figured that's how I could justify it. Uh, but anyway, such nice people there. Such a fun time. Uh, and then one other thing to know. On July the 29th, uh, Frisco's out of town, but Riders Field will be open and the Lazy River will be open to watch the big fight between Errol Spence and Jamal Crawford. Cool. That is a big fight. Uh, Errol, as, as you know, is, is from our area. Jamal Crawford's from Omaha. He's about as good as they get. Um, did I call him Jamal? I don't think that's right. I'm thinking of the old basketball player. But anyway, Spence and Crawford, big fight. Go watch it at, at, at Ryder Field, home of the Frisco Rough Riders.
0: All right, guys, and joining us right now from his home. He's not at the ballpark today. It's Senior Director of Amateur Scouting, Kip Fag. This is always a fun one for me. He came on last year after the draft where they had a big one with Kumar Rocker, and then they got Brock Porter in the fourth. This year, boy, they made a big splash again. Kip, what's going on, bud?
2: Oh, doing well. How you guys doing?
1: We're hanging. We're hanging. We're right. hanging. Uh, yeah, busy time for you. Uh, finally getting to, to get some rest, hopefully. And, um, you know, the the thing that, that I'm curious about with Langford is what was the reaction like in the room when when uh, the Tigers made their selection and it wasn't Wyatt Langford?
2: Well, I, I mean, excited. We, we we really like the player. But I, I tell you, that, that group up top this year, you know, us picking, I think last, this is the third year in a row, kind of, you know, lighter's year than rocker's year. And then this year picking high and like, you know, going through that process that you do when you're, you know, picking the top five or, or right there. Um, for me, this, this group was like a challenging group for the fact there was a lot of, there's a lot of difference of opinion in that room for sure. And uh, you know, not, not everybody like had the same guy if they were picking one, one, so to speak, and we weren't obviously, but mm-hmm. but so, but White Langford was like, like we were totally excited and, and we th- feel like you got probably the best player in this draft. But I mean, it, it was a tough, it was tough this year as opposed to the other years where um, there wasn't as much separation as like the uh, there was more separation than there was this year.
1: He uh, he he zoomed, he did a zoom call with us after you <laughs> we did your zoom call, seems like a uh, a thought, a, a thoughtful kid, but also like he's ready to go. I just, <laughs> that was, that was what I took away from it.
2: Yeah. He, he's, he's excited. We're excited. I mean, he's, he's, he's kind of a man of few words. I mean, he's, you got to get him going to to get him talking, but he's like, uh, I mean, it's it's a great teammate. Uh, he was a hard worker. You know, the story is like speaks for itself. A kid that basically was kind of a semi walk on that went to Florida, didn't play his freshman year. Then, you know, got a chance. He was a catcher when he went in there and you know didn't get to catch his freshman year and and like looked around and said hey man i gotta do something different to get on the field and and work transformed his body and you know obviously they wanted to get the bat in the lineup his sophomore year they stuck him in left field and it just took off from there
1: yeah he he on the call honestly it looked like he was in his boyhood bedroom (laughs) doing doing his call uh it, it 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 really did and um it just i think that kind of speaks to who the guy is down home yeah, well, ready where, to go
2: where he's from is like it's like a 30 minute drive from from Gainesville to the town he's from so uh, it's it's like he was a boyhood grew up uh, Gator fan went there and played and and obviously you know had great success there uh, team wise and personally and and you know obviously it's like a pretty cool deal when you can grow up rooting for a team and get to go play for them and have big success and
1: obviously become a high first round pick so what, what what does Langford do best in your mind? Is it, is it the um, power? It's
2: a, it, it, no, it's a complete player. Um, you know, both sides of the baseball is like uh, it's a good hitter with power, uh, controls his own. He walks more than he strikes out. Um, he impacts the baseball at a high elite level. Uh, plays tremendous defense. Actually, played decent center field. I'm not saying this guy's gonna be a center fielder in the big leagues, but he played a decent center field there. uh in the back end of the year for a kid that really never played in uh, outfield until he got to college, I mean, it's pretty pretty speaks to his athleticism. It's a it's a powerful, strong, like football almost body, you know. And it's like yeah. it's like very powerful, twitchy kind of. Uh, you wouldn't think that when if you you know if you like saw him in a uniform, but you know you get him in street clothes or you or you get him. Like you know, in shorts and the workout gear. I mean, this guy's a twitchy, athletic dude, more so than people would imagine. Hmm. So a lot of things
1: like. Yeah, but, um, the 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 body looks football. The like the neck. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I, <laughs> yeah. You know, you see. The, remember those old mug shots of of guys on Saturday morning? Yeah. no necks.
0: Well, yeah. I, I tell you what, and, and you know, Jeff Jeff here's the more. He, he's the I'm the Ranger fan that grew up a Ranger fan. He's not. I'm right. telling you, I was. When we were on that Zoom call when we during we were doing a little live thing during the draft, when they took Clark, who was a I was perfectly content with Clark. I thought, man, I thought Langford, oh my God, Lankford is gonna be there. I tell you what, Kip, I know y'all were thrilled and excited, but as a Ranger fan, they're excited too. This was awesome because a lot of people had him. One one, not just in your room. A lot of people also had him one one. Yeah. They thought he was one one too. And and not to take away from from Skeens or crews who are immense talents and the Rangers would love to have also, but good Lord, I did not see a college kid fall into four. I just didn't didn't see it. It's exciting. Well, I mean
2: we we, we talked every scenario possible. Uh and 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 you know, I mean, you wouldn't believe the scenarios we go through in that room, but um <laughs> You Know, I mean, that point is like we we, we were prepared for. It. Um, I you know, it's hard to predict. I mean, I, I've been through so many of these drafts. I, you know, we sit down and we have like a uh excuse my dog, we have a uh, uh, you know, like we put in a predictor, like hey, this is what predict the top ten, right? Kind of thing. Yeah. And uh uh nobody really got it right. So I mean it was hard to predict what was going on. I, I didn't think schemes would go one one. I thought I thought Cruz was going or Langford. I didn't know. Uh hold on one second. Hey sorry about that <laughs> That's um right. but um uh, i i didn't i didn't think that 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 either of those i mean I, I, I it was it was it was really uh not a shock but it was like i, I didn't really know it was like it was a lot of unknown there who's going to the top part of that draft of this draft?
1: yeah you know it's it's, it's skeens and it, you know one one pitcher doesn't happen very often
0: he's good i mean look that dude
1: yeah i mean Ooh. what he what he was doing in that first calls world series start we just in the hundreds and his, you know, pitch count and, and on the radar gun. I mean, that's, that's pretty special, but well, you, you, you'd you also could, taken, you'd also taken two pitchers. I mean, uh, yeah. if he had been there. Well, but,
2: I mean, that, that I, I mean, people say that it, it wouldn't, uh, if Paul Skeens would have been the guy that was the, you know, it was a pretty, like, a, there was a, it was like a five man race, so to speak up there sure. up top. And if Skeens would have been, like, we, we would have had no problem taking Paul Skeens. I mean, you can rival Paul Skeens. I mean, I, I saw Strasburger. I saw Garrett Cole. Name it. Name it. College. This guy was as good or better than any of those guys. So, yeah. um, to have an opportunity to have a talent like that is, to me, would be, it is right. tremendous, too. So, um, you know uh oh you know that, like I said before, that that whole group for us was uh, that we we were sp- splitting hairs a lot of times with these guys. I mean, you pulled a room and everybody there was you know four four or five different guys they would choose if they were picking one. So it, it was not an easy decision.
0: Wow, yeah. I saw. Well, I saw to the those guys,
2: to line them up, not who to take, but to line them up. Yeah, sure, sure,
0: absolutely. So you knew you were coming out of there with a good player, no matter what. I think the excitement with Langford. A lot of people got to see Langford and look this guy was in he got into the the championship game with LSU there were they they played yeah. three games he didn't not show up he batted like 500 during that he hit a bomb i mean this is a guy in pressure situation that showed up for his team and played i mean he did well in the college world series you see these guys that are the immense talents and they get in that situation maybe they go through one through 11 or something like that he was leading that team i mean it was exciting to watch so a lot of ranger fans saw this guy i just don't think they thought he would be there at four yeah yeah that's the thing and so that's what makes it so exciting can't wait to meet him
1: yeah but the mock mock drafts are just they're a disservice to everybody. Sure, And I know you got to do them, but gosh, they, they're ridiculous. Yeah. Um. You know, like, like I can't. The, I the, kind of pride myself.
2: Never those guys never getting me right, but you know, not, not that I take <laughs> a that they end up, but but I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know a mock that had him had Lankford. I didn't see one at least. I don't look at all of them, so yeah. I don't really know. But I don't remember Lang, a mock that had him Lankford at four. No,
0: no,
1: none.
0: No, he was gone. Yeah, there yeah. were some that thought he was better than than than. But, in fact, there's one publication, which I know that you don't pay attention to all this with their top 100 prospects, he's going to be the highest ranked first round pick. He's going to be number eight in all of baseball. I think it might be BA that I saw oh, that. Really? This, I saw it this no, morning. I actually, I
2: actually sent, somebody sent me something this morning that uh, they just came out with a new top hundred and Lankford was 11. Uh, Evan Carter was 12. What was, that, somebody told me I didn't see it, but I did. Somebody texted me. That'll work.
0: Well, they had, yeah, in work. fact, they had him eight. And they had uh, crews and schemes behind him. Wow. And whoever's oh, doing yeah, it, right. they said this is going to be the highest draft. He hadn't had anyone in a draft above, you know, eighteen or whatever in the last few years. And, and they mean, they were gonna you have know what, made. you know
2: what, fellas, you know what, fellas, those mean nothing. Nah, right. means no, means nothing. <laughs> you got to
0: perform. They mean it.
2: nothing. I would go back to <laughs> history and look at all these dudes who were high, high profile and didn't do anything in the big league. So in reality, yeah. they don't mean
0: anything. They're just, for, they're
2: just for fans to get excited about.
1: Absolutely, and for us to write about. Absolutely, talk right. about. That's All right. right. So you know, that was your only pick on day one, just like last year, but th- th- this sure. year you didn't have a, a Brock Porter situation, but you guys did draft what, seven, seven uh, six, six pitchers on day two. Right. Um, some, and I asked you during your, your uh, zoom call with us, uh, reporters look like power arms. Um, is, which one stands out to you?
2: I mean, I, I, I like a lot of these guys and, and, uh it's kind of i mean it's it's not unique but it's like the first time i can remember in in my era as a director in the pool era where we didn't take a kid that was the money guy if you know what i mean mm-hmm. right we, we, we sometimes you allocate money them around etc you have to you have to take a guy that's roy really under slot to get you back on track so to speak we
0: right. did
2: not have to we did not have to do that this year so that's the first year i can remember we we haven't done that in a long time so that being said we took you know we went through this process and uh, you you have no idea how many hours we spent like grinding this group down and we do it. and for me in my job i i think the the best way uh, a director can do his job is like you have all these players in a in a in a box right these are the kids you like the kids you've done work on the kids you have convictions on etc our whole group right and how how many of these guys can i get in the top 10 Right, It doesn't mean we take them in the order we all line them up in because you, you know, that's not going to work sometimes. So we had, of these 10 guys, these were like very, uh, the players that our guys were like really most convicted on. That's what I'm really proud of going through. And They weren't even close to being in the order we would have put them up on the board. So how we took them. So it's unique how that works. And sometimes you play the draft and you make calls. And I, I got picked a couple of times too. There was a couple of kids I, I, I would like to have that, that uh, that got picked right before, us and it caused a little bit of a not so much panic. I've been down this road so many times. It's just like you gotta you gotta go to a little different direction. The the bends and turns of a draft sometimes are are unique, and this one was as unique as I can remember as far as like a second day. But I mean, just. I'm proud of like the, the guys we took in that second day, were like, our scouts were like convicted and, and, and it wasn't just our scouts. It was like all the other, uh, you know, people that have, that have say, and not say, have input into our process, you know, analytics people, the data people, the pitching people, the, you know, scouts are a big one. And they're probably the, 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 the probably the biggest one in my mind, but I mean, it, it was, it was really good when those when start lining up, that means that you know, to me, those are the guys we, we need to, we need to uh, target. And uh, these were the guys that were targeted
1: for sure. So, so when you, when you, when someone takes a guy you have targeted, like how soon, what was the closest? Did you have like at least a couple?
2: Uh, I'm not going to tell you any names, but, but I was on two of these, not not two of these. I was, I was on the clock talking to the kid trying to, uh <laughs> I don't even want how to say this right, but I, I was I was talking to the kid as as we were like getting down to the wire, uh-huh. and I had him agree like right before the 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 time was up on two of these. Oh, really? So and there was so that means that guys that so you, you when you when you do this process, you have probably like my money to have three or four guys that are lined up right that for one pick, and, yeah. and the only, like one guy goes. I had one time where we're, all three went. Oh you know, no, <laughs> which. which never happens i'm talking like in five pick range and so i was down to the fourth guy and and believe me i was going to sign that fourth one because i didn't have a, i didn't know where else to go yeah. i mean maybe i should have had another one but i didn't but i got that kid done but it was like that part was very unique in this draft for sure okay
1: uh so so skylar hales alejandro rosario uh caden scarborough isaac tiger who's got a love great that name. name i love that name julian brock quincy scott and and uh, case,
0: case matter,
1: matter uh, the yeah. Washington closer.
0: Um, yeah, there, there, there,
2: I think there's a, common, there's a common theme here, Jeff. like, it, It's power stuff. Yeah. And I, I'm not saying we, we like, uh, you know, like targeted, like power. I mean, there's some guys that, that weren't power guys that we like, too, that, that we just didn't get a chance at. So I think it just came down to, like, these were the guys that were available for whatever reason in the spots that we took them. And, you know, some of these guys, I didn't think we could get in the range we got them at either. I mean, just because – my experience with going through drafts and things and and I I think that's where it's kind of changed too is like um you know when you I know handicap other teams so to speak and you know kind of what their mo's are and I've been doing this long enough and I know almost everybody in all those other teams I know how they they're somewhat what their process is so it's kind of it's it's somewhat going a little different direction I mean a lot of it's model generated a lot of it's like you know you know if they have certain kind of data traits or numbers or whatever that certain teams are going to be on them and so it's a it's somewhat easier to handicap but sometimes it's not if you're on on one of those players so sometimes it's, it's not that these kids that we took weren't like um our analyst people and our data people love these guys so it wasn't like we didn't love them but there's some traits that maybe they aren't looking at like we are let's put it that way
1: gotcha
0: well i got i got so out of these guys i always love to hear this one too is there a guy that we need to watch that he was maybe he was lower, and somebody talked you in, and this this guy has a huge upside that y'all took. Maybe in I'm, I'm talking towards the end of it. What's a name? Hey, watch this kid. This might be a kid next I, year. I hate, me I,
2: hate, talk. I hate I hate doing that because then I, I you know I like go. I'm going mean, to ask I, anyway. <laughs> I know, but I mean, I, I mean, just like of the top ten, I, I'll highlight a couple. I mean, like Scarborough for me is like a high school kid who's who's probably. You know, I don't know how many teams were on this guy. There was probably two or three teams. And they're, they're like that. I know the teams that, that, that shot for these kind of players. And, and we actually, I probably went a little higher than, than I thought it was going to have to originally when I, when I, when we first saw the kid. But I mean, I, I mean, it's like six, six, big time basketball, athletics all get out. I mean, you you look down the road. This has a chance to be something special. So, I mean, we're gonna have to close our eyes a little while and yeah. you know let him get his baseball sure. feet under him and and all that. But it, it could be special. It could be special. Um, I don't know. I mean, in I, this, I, I tell you, the other kid too. We, we signed a kid in the 17th round, Camden Perry. A, I'm I'm highlighting two high, two high school kids. So, sure. um, but anyway, Camden Perry, the kid at Bishop Gorman in Las Vegas, guy we didn't think we could even come close to signing in that part of the draft. Um, the kid basically, our area scout Pat Perry did a hell of a job. Kid came back, so he wanted to play. We took the guy and we ended up signing him. So, um, I mean, he didn't officially signed. yeah. I mean, he's a great, yeah. but he, he he goes to Arizona and they sign him. But, but I mean, it, it, that kid's got something but for 17 rounders. Like, there was no chance you'd get a 17 round kid like that in most drafts.
0: You've right. had some luck in 17. Rounds. <laughs>
2: My, uh, uh, 17's like always been. I mean, I, you know, there's been a lot of good rangers in the 17th round
0: absolutely my,
1: my my best friend lives in las vegas and he sent me the weather forecast for this week and on saturday it's supposed to be 119 so i looked at what but it's, it's going to be but, but i looked at what heat. it's going to be I'm in saying. surprise it's going to be 116 so <laughs> he, he he can drive three hours south and cool off
0: <laughs> yeah <my friend. laughs> hey any of the undrafted free agents, those are the ones that are fun for me The undrafted, like Look at this year, what's happening with uh, Josh Stevens. Josh Stevens, who's just Aiden,
1: been. Aiden Curry's having a good season. Oh, absolutely. I'll tell, tell you,
2: well, you guys, you guys, I mean, I, I I tell our guys this all the time. I mean, that year of the COVID draft, right? And yeah. we had five rounds and, you know, the national media land based us on our picks. We we were the one team in baseball. I think there was maybe another team that did. A few, we took all high school guys other than Foscue, right? Yeah. And we look back at that would have been a 10 round draft. Looking back at this draft, we would have, I, I guarantee you, we would have signed Dolander who went in the first round would have been a Ranger. Brock wow. Wilkin, Brock Wilkin would have been a Ranger. Um, wow, we, who's the other one, uh, there was one more. I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now, but there was two first round guys that would have been Rangers. if We had a 10 round draft. I actually came down at the end. It was Tommy Segacy or Brock Wilkin. I was, we were, we debated back and forth and I ended up taking Tommy, yeah. but, um, We could, we would have had those guys in that draft. Yeah. But I mean, even, even like, I don't, we signed four high school kids for 20 grand that year. Josh Steven, uh, 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 geez, I'm trying to blank now. He's uh, DJ McCarty, um, uh, Aiden Curry. And who was the other one?
0: Having a nice year. Yeah. He's doing good too. I
2: mean, all those guys. I mean, that, that draft is like, is like tremendous. I mean, we, we, there's a lot of guys from that draft that are like it, it, it's pretty special and like we didn't we we went with our scouts that draft because there were we didn't we the data wasn't yeah. there and you know it, it's crazy so but this this draft we ended up um uh agreeing with uh a few guys one, one local love we got luke savage from tcu oh really and, oh yeah oh he's got yeah, a great that, story that, yeah that's a great story he's going to the dominican here and like a week from Sunday, with his I can't remember what he calls that. Shoe uh,
1: guy. He has a name for
2: it.
0: I can't remember. Uh,
1: feet, it. something with feet. Yeah, I should know uh, this. it like
0: a mission trip or something. Or he,
1: he has a charity that. Um, okay. They, he he goes and brings baseball shoes and shoes of all kinds to the Dominican yeah. Republic. I mean, oh, he, that's fantastic. He's a super kid. Super. Yeah, kid. he's
2: a great kid, and plus, plus he's pretty good. And he's had some, he's battled through some yeah. in- injury issues here the last couple of years. Excited about that one. We we signed a kid named Carl hartman a right-handed pitcher who's had tommy john who we liked a lot the year before he's at college of central florida actually went to florida out of high school but had tommy john then went to went to junior college we took him I mean, signed him um logan bersick harrington's another one from davenport a right-handed pitcher we signed uh ryan lobus from mercer same school that jackson kelly's from
1: yeah
2: uh, right hand pitcher then an infielder from nebraska Devin Hurdle. Uh, and a first baseman from Ole Miss, uh Anthony uh, Clerico. Okay, it's the guys. The guys we end up signing post draft.
1: Nice. That's And they're, awesome. and they're twenty thousand dollar max, right? I mean is that
0: that's still. No, I mean it's a little different now, Jeff. No, it's oh, a little okay.
2: different. You, you can you can go up to one fifty on these guys. And oh well. Wow. Yeah, but you it know it comes like, out
0: of your top. No, it comes out no. of
2: your other.
1: Well, out of the no, out of the after the draft, that's done.
0: Oh, that's done. Okay, so
2: it
1: doesn't come out of your draft. No, no, no.
2: So, so okay. Listen, you got. I'm gonna
1: the top after the top. Both you guys,
2: both you guys, got it wrong. So, no, I know uh,
1: this. After the top ten, I got it. Maybe it's one fifty minimum, but you can go over if you have money from the top ten,
2: and you can do that after the draft too. Okay, and it doesn't matter. It's infinitely after the tenth round. It could be a. It could be a guy you. I mean, no, no, I take that back. After the 20, after the draft, 150 is capped. Okay. That's the most you can give a guy. It, but 10 to 20, whatever you save, you can give to people in the pool. Like we're, I'm, okay. I'm trying to sign, I'm trying to send our 11th rounder yet who hasn't, it's not done yet. And we save some money in, in, inside the pool that I've, that I'm trying to work that here.
0: Shortly. Yeah, the, it. Uh, I mean,
1: it, it, you. I don't know if you guys took flyers on a couple guys in the, in the 11 to 20 range, but there are a couple guys, the LSU commit. Yeah. Jake uh, Brown, the Oregon state commit from the fine city of golden Colorado, where I've spent a lot of time, uh, um, Oregon state. Right. So, um, I at, at that point, is it, is it what the hell might as well, or, or do you guys go in? I I'm sure you want to sign these guys, but you know, you probably have less of a chance. Is that fair to say? Yeah.
2: I mean, there's, there's, there's things you got to look at that you guys aren't thinking about. like insurance of people. Somebody got hurt inside the 10 round and all of a sudden you cut a bunch of money and and it's almost insurance.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I didn't even think of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, that's getting way into the weeds. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I I got my fun scenario that I want to ask, you know, I always did this last year. So I always, you know, I remember, at my age, and I think I'm about your age, Kip, I don't know, but I, I can remember there used to be tryouts. People go do tryouts. They'd have little camps, and you'd do some tryouts trying to find people. It's not like it is today. But I, I, do they have anything like that anymore, like some kid? I mean, I, I know there's got to be coaches you deal with, you're scouting their players, who might bring up a kid and go, you know, we played this kid, and he was pretty good. As anyone looked at him? Would you all go afterwards and do some sort of private workout and just look at a kid? Does that still happen? <laughs>
2: Uh, Not quite to the to the extent when I first started, we used to go, we advertise in papers and stuff, and go have like all people would show up and sure, I believe some of the people showed up some of the trouts I've had in the past, but um, it's it's probably less and less this time. I mean, just with the advent of you know all the social media and right and all that, it's like we, I mean, if if there's a kid that we haven't heard of, we find out about him a lot easier than you used to be able to. So that probably doesn't have as happen as much. There's still always like every once in a while you hear of a kid and oh boy I, I don't know about this and you can. Yeah, but it doesn't. It's like one in a lot of numbers, so we probably not as much as we used to do for sure.
0: Yeah, I I figured that, especially with social media and the internet and doing that. I mean, but but so so there wouldn't. So you're still do something like that. All of a sudden, it's like, well, yeah, we're gonna do a private workout if somebody says you ought to go look at this kid who's probably on nobody's radar. Mm -hmm. And it just I hate to see him get passed up or maybe something like that. Okay, that's what my question was. That was intriguing.
1: I got. I got a. I got a homeschool kid for you. His name is Lane Bishop. He's from Mansfield. He's good. He's an outfielder, right-handed hitter. What year? He's got, some, got some power. I think he's a junior. Okay. He is he gonna solid. be a he's, junior? He's, I think he's gonna be a junior. Okay. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't
2: know who he was. Huh? I mean, no, I'm. It's
1: he's in our area. He's he's solid. Yeah, well, I mean, there's, put, there's put Bobby there's, on.
2: There's, there's Bobby Party knows about him. I'm sure if the guy's good, he does. Um, I mean, but my point being is like it's it's. Yeah, there, there's going to be instances where our guys like, hey, stumble across a guy, and and yeah, I, I personally not going to go like we bring some guys to the stadium late, and some like I, I tell you what, the the guy with Scarborough was a little bit like that. I mean, our our area guy ran into him, and he was a guy that wasn't on anybody's radar because he wasn't like a summer showcase guy, and he was a basketball player, and he was probably there's guys that are less known than others, mm-hmm. and I think I mean they're never it's hard to find anybody that's like nobody knows about it anymore yeah. but i mean you know there's some that are lesser known let's put it that way okay
1: yeah, yeah. and then uh i don't I, I can't think of his name the mansfield timberview center fielder he can play all right, all right. All right. All right.
0: look at jeff he's trying to be he's taking <laughs> this is kind of like my fantasy camp would be a scout
1: i'm, di- and I'm you're diver- trying to i'm diversifying <laughs> my uh,
0: <laughs> personality there you go
2: there and, you go
1: yeah so uh so what what what's next after you get these guys signed is, are are we still doing the summer showcases, the perfect games, and all American right, stuff? We got,
2: we got that, that, that's the, that's the bad part of of the way they have the the MLB's got the draft set up. We go into July. Now, the minute the draft is over, they have the PG All American game that's going on, or All American. It's not the game, but it's the PG All American, like where they have every player across the country's there. That's yeah. going on in Arizona. I'm obviously not there, but we have a lot of our scouts are there, mostly the area guys. I let the crowd. Sugars go home and take a breath because they've been in that draft room the whole time and the area guys would cover that and we got like team usa was just going on we they played japan and korea so we had guys watching that plus there's like the pdp things going on and things run together so quickly now it's like almost too much and they've got a mlb's got to figure out a way to to make this a little more separation between one draft and another because i mean used to be in the olden days when it was like at the first part of June, right? I mean, we had some time to take a breath before the next year started. Now we don't. So I'm hoping that there's some kind of a compromise here. I know that they love it at the all-star game. I think it's a big media event, et cetera. But I mean, for, for all this, I mean, even the front office, you talk to CY, I mean, anybody that, it's horrible the trading deadlines coming up the draft right. the, sure. the all-star game it's 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 just a joke
1: the all of them are like in one spot they got to spread it out a
0: little bit more yeah, so that july, part is good.
1: July, july is the worst month i think for us i can't st- imagine with Cy see why because he's guy or scouts i mean it's
0: well he's being yeah, pulled in two uh, directions he's got to do the draft he's still got to look to improve the big league clean i can't imagine that's got to be so busy so i guess the big bucks john that that's true that's why he does yep yep <laughs>
1: Well, Kibble, we're going to let you get out of here. I mean, yeah, no I know, kidding. I know this is fun you every you year. rest. You go out all on right. the well, lake. I, I, it's too hot, though. I
2: appreciate, but... I appreciate you guys being of fans and everything. That's first and foremost. and hoping you follow these dudes, and hopefully there's some guys that – I know there's going to be some guys out here that are going to be probably better than we all think, and some probably won't be as good. This is usually the way drafts work. But, yep. um, but we're excited to sit here today. Like the group we brought in, we, we feel like – you know they're first and foremost like good people too. I mean, we do we try to do a good job that part as far as scouts, but I mean they're talented and and we'll get them out there and start playing and 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 see how it goes. But we're excited about. It. All right,
0: hey guys, All that's right. Kip Fagg, senior director of amateur scouting. Every year he comes on after the draft, and this is such a fun time. Kip, thanks so much for joining us. All
2: right, thanks for having me on, guys.
0: You guys take care. All right,
1: All right. we'll see you later yeah.
0: after this, see guys. You. Down on the bus leagues. Down
1: in the Bus Leagues is brought to you by the Round Rock Express, the AAA affiliate of the Texas Rangers. Uh, They're they're in Tacoma this weekend, and then they come home on Tuesday, July the 18th, to host the Reno Aces. Um, Keep in mind a couple things about uh, this week in, in, in Round Rock, especially Friday night the 21st, it is the continuation of the Nolan Ryan Bobblehead series giveaway. This time he's in a Rangers Firework. So it's a big night. It's Round Rock Donuts night, which is, you know, Round Rock Donuts are about the best you can get. It's Nolan Ryan Bobblehead night. And then it's Friday Fireworks presented by a, a light beer company that's had some had some marketing issues here lately. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh their money still spins, and Round Rock will gladly take it. Absolutely. Uh, but anyway, uh, check out uh, Round Rock uh, at MILB.com. And back to the Frisco thing, it's Terrence Crawford, the boxer. It's going to drive me crazy if I don't correct myself. So, anyway, uh, thanks Thanks again to, to Round Rock, and now let's go uh, down in the bus leagues.
0: All right, guys. Now, it's thanks. big thanks to Kip Fag for coming on. It's time to go down in the bus leagues. Brought to you by the Round Rock Express, AAA affiliate for the Texas Rangers. Jeff? Jeff? Let's start out with the team that goes at the very bottom. We'll climb up all the way. All right. Obviously, we're going to also talk about Sebastian Walcott, who has been amazing down there. But down East is low A affiliate. They're nine and six. They're five and five in their last ten. By the way, we're in the second half of the season. That's why these records aren't as as uh, big as they are. Um, Okay, they're playing a lot better. Down
1: down, down East won the first half. That's right. um, I'm thinking of Hickory. I'm sorry. When we get to Hickory, my bad. Down East won the first half. They're doing it with pitching. um, uh, Joseph Montalvo is a guy who, who's who's done really really well. He's a twentieth round pick in in twenty twenty one. Was
0: signed, he a high school kid?
1: I think so. Yeah, signed. Um, you know, you can take your time with a guy like that, and uh, it, it, it's working out. He was a really in the ACL last year. He like like thirty five strikeouts and three walks or something like that. He's walked a few more guys this year than than normal, and that might be just the level of the hitter and uh, the skill level of the hitters improved, but. Um, still striking out guys, he's got leads the team in wins and, and earned run average. So, uh, and that, that's saying something considering you know Brock Porter's on the on the staff. Aiden Curry's having a nice year. Dylan McLean's finally finally you know d- doing something in kind of a hybrid role. So so that's good. But um, good good pitching staff there. Uh, you know the, the the news that I think we had on the last one, uh, Jason Morobell um is out for the year uh had had surgery on his shoulder same injury as josh young so a labor deal but they expect him to be a uh full go in six or seven months so uh disappointing but okay and um um just you know gutierrez is look, still down there yeah yeah he is uh daniel Daniel cueva glider figuero our, our buddy cam Colley, and ian muller so um guys guys you know and uh, one one thing that you know uh, these we didn't touch on with Kip, but these guys that were just drafted especially the college guys are going to end up getting out. Uh, they won't spend the summer in, in the Arizona Fall League, so you might see some some uh, new new names from the draft who who end up in in down east at least for a little while. I mean, a lot of these college guys might be able to survive at high at, at high a Hickory. So we'll see what happens. Well, hey, maybe 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 the. Couple of them end up at double-A. you know. Chase Lee debuted at double-A. so maybe maybe a couple of these guys end up at double-A. We'll
0: see. Okay, Hickory twelve and two, uh, eight and two in their last ten. They finally did lose a couple. They're the ones that have really come yeah. on the second half, and yeah. they have just played better. Abby Ortiz, who got it promoted up from down east, it's he was the player of the month. Yeah, he's the, the Rangers, Rangers
1: minor league player of the month, and he's what? what he did had he eight hit?
0: home runs in June, or something like that.
1: I think he hit more than that. I mean, he he's just been
0: got 18 to 20 or something like that for the he, year
1: he's been outrageous um um doing better at high a than uh, than low a, so that's good and and you know you you kind of you kind of they're they're different players different bodies different different amounts of athleticism but you kind of remember in 21 how dustin harris kind of came out of nowhere you know right. and, and, and had this great start at, at at down east and got promoted and was even better at at hickory and it's it's kind of similar to this, uh, you know. I don't think they're going to have Abby Ortiz running around in the outfield anytime soon, like they are with Dustin. But um, again, it's a position first base that's thin, and um, if he, you know, he's always had power in his in his career since since turning pro. But um, this has been it's been pretty good, and and he's added the hit tool. He, yeah. he he's hitting for average too, so. Uh, neat neat you know it's always neat when guys pop up like this
0: well frisco frisco rough riders the double a affiliate and the sponsor of our guest today which was kip fag they are six and six five and five in their last ten uh playing 500 ball they did win their last game um new faces there
1: yeah one yeah. that we've had
0: on yeah well
1: we've had them both on yeah uh, dane acker and and josh steven uh uh i was there on the fourth that was josh's uh double a debut uh his mom was his mom, uh, spotted me in line for a beer. I was not, I was, I had already completed my work. I had to make sure she understood that I was not working I was, <laughs> and drinking at the same time. So she
0: recognized you, huh? She,
1: she recognized the hat, I think. And, okay. And, um, but anyway, she, she, uh, appreciated it. She was nervous and, uh, he had a bunch of, a bunch of family there. I guess his dad is one of 11 children. And, wow. uh, and I think like they were all there. So it was, it was a nice cheering section for him. Unfortunately he left, uh, he left to start early uh, with some back stiffness, but Rangers aren't concerned about that. So, uh, but he pitched well, gave up two runs in four and a third. So, um, good for him. Dane Acker is there uh, as well, and he's pitched twice now. Um, he's got a big, full beard now, not quite super long yet. He's
0: not the Davis Wenzel yet, but no, he's no, a-
1: no, 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 no. It's it's but it's bushy, and um, um, but he's he's healthy, and he's still on a pitch count, and as they they try to. Keep him, keep him. Navigate it right upward. Uh, yeah, vertical and and um, or horizontal. Which one is it? Not? Vertical and um, so, but he, he was in great spirits. Talked to Evan Carter, who is uh, ranked as now the depending on the the publication, he's either the number seven or number eight Rangers prospect. Uh, to to further what we were talking about with Kip. Uh, in fact, while we were talking to Kip, Baseball America, I got the email. They've released their new top 100. Um, Wyatt Langford is 11th. Um, Evan Carter still eighth, and then uh, Cruz was uh, Skeens was sixth, and Cruz was fourth. So, um, I know you'd mentioned that that Langford in one of these rankings is going to be higher than those two, and, and I don't know when it's going to come out, but to have uh, to have two guys in the top 11, yeah, uh, that 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 doesn't hurt.
0: Not at all, and that you're looking at future outfield probably. Mm-hmm. If if all goes sure. the way it should, um, then then those guys might be future outfielders um, in this in the Rangers big leagues. I mean, sure. this this is a guy, and and people were like, when is the first time we could possibly see? Now that we're talking minor league stuff, when could we possibly see Langford in the big leagues? They talked about it on our live show the other night, um, and. You know, when's the earliest we could see him? I mean, technically, yeah, you you could see him next year by the end of next year. Yeah. I mean, look, yeah. they're not going to rush Wyatt Langford, but if Wyatt Langford if Wyatt Langford starts out at Double A and goes to Triple A, has twenty one home runs, hitting three fourteen, and just killing the ball next yeah, year, and, sure, they'll find a spot for him. But I think I think that um, if 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 he is the best option. In left field for the Texas Rangers, White Langford will play left field. Sure. This team is not going to hold anyone back if it can help the big league team.
1: Well, it's interesting because um, you know Ezekiel Duran, he he actually is okay as a DH. You know some 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 players hate DHing. Right, it's an adjustment. You're not part of the game for half of the game. And right, I think Mitch Garver struggles with that a little bit. Um, so it's 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 it is a skill. Uh, you have to have the right mind, and Duran doesn't seem to mind it. So you know. You know, this is the next year we're talking about, or two years down the road. In my in my humble opinion, I think Wyatt Langford needs a full season of minor league baseball. But um, go ahead and 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 you know, just start thinking about the possibilities. You know, sure. Evan Carter could be ready. You know, and and, and if he's you, if, closer. He's the one. If you coming. have if you have Evan Carter, Wyatt Langford, uh, and Leody Tavares, and Adolis Garcia as your outfielders, you know. How do, how do you find them all at bats? So you're gonna to have to cycle them through at Dh but then what do you do with, with uh, uh, Duran you know and so right. maybe 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 one of them has to go um yep maybe trade maybe, deadline maybe is you, upon us we but may, maybe but maybe, <laughs> maybe you can't find a, a long-term deal with Garcia if he continues to produce like this and right so it's um I mean he's still under under club control but you know just things to think about and um
0: look you know I want to talk about this Carter came back after that injury and has just again pick basically right up where he left off right, right. right after that injury like the, we're going to see him in triple a by the end of the year right i would think so i mean there's yeah. there's no reason to keep him there
1: yeah as long as he's healthy and still producing i, I don't i would think that he's in triple uh, a gets some exposure to the triple a level at least and um, you know it's it's unfortunate that i i re- you know i really kind of liked the the expanded september rosters i know that you can still add a couple guys but i really liked it when it was when
0: well, you could add as many as you wanted yeah just to...
1: a, a, anybody on the 40 man because right. you, you'd get a chance to um, see some guys get cups of coffee or try to help out the team in, in certain ways but then uh the domino effect is guys would move up from double a AA to triple a or you know where wherever the players are being pulled from holes had to be filled and so it was good to see. Yeah, f- it was good to see those guys. Too. Round Rock's got a good outfield. Round Rock's, Round Rock's got a, a good offensive team. Well, they well, really you, do.
0: Let's let's talk about Round Rock. They're eight and four. They're seven and three in their last ten. They have won four in a row. Now, continue with what you were saying.
1: Um, I mean, what he, JP Martinez. Like I said earlier, he he, not 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 much more he can do. No, nope. you know, and 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 maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they they want to see him continue to do this for a little while longer. I, yeah, but it, it it would seem that at some point he has to become an option. I mean, I, you know, Brad, Brad Miller, great guy, like like Brad, but he hasn't had an at-bat since he returned from the injured list. No. Uh, you know, if, if you're just buying somebody time, you know, and you don't want to eat all the money, or maybe you're trying to trade him away too in a, you know, a contract swap or something, I don't know. But – It would seem that that spot could go to uh, Martinez, who's would need a forty man spot. That's fine, Um, but he's uh, he's just he's just been really really good. Um, You know, Bubba Thompson's back playing. Um, He's been he's been fine. Um, You have Ilya Hernandez, who had a twenty six game hitting streak. He had
0: a swim last year in in the he had a little
1: taste, and uh, but you know it's just it's a different year, and he he can play. he hasn't this year. He hasn't played in, in in the infield, I don't think. But he can play first base and third base. Uh, but it's, uh, you know, Davis Wenzel still hit home run. Sam Huff has been great at AAA. Yeah. Sam Huff has been fantastic. Justin Foscue, uh, he's back playing after his little wrist soreness. Uh, he's a guy that's got to go on the 40-man this offseason uh, from a, a Rule 5 perspective. So... It's a it's a team that has a lot of a lot of good pitchers, you know, own whites or a lot of good position players, own whites down there. Uh, Cole Wynn is still figuring things out, um, and then I I you know I wonder what's going to happen with Danny Duffy, who was in Arlington yesterday working out with the team. He'd been uh, at at Frisco. He's on a minor league deal, so he doesn't need to isn't on an injury you know rehab assignment. He's been assigned there, but I would expect that he gets some some Round Rock time too. Um, before he becomes an option, uh, Chase Lee's still doing well. Mark Church is is, is doing well. I would I would Spees, Alex Spees is there now. The the Rangers resigned Ian Kennedy to a minor league deal. They have Ryan Tapura who was Matt released, Bush who was released by uh, the Angels. They signed him. He's like five and zero. Oh. Yeah, Matt Bush is back. Uh, he had a pretty rough go with with the brewers but maybe he finds a comfort level back in the organization he knows so well so
0: the the organization that really brought him back from obscurity sure
1: sure um
0: so he would love nothing better than to get back up to the big leagues and help this team on a run because he i think he's got a big appreciation you could see last year we talked to him after he got traded he was a little shocked and i mean i guess excited but i think you could see in his face he was like Wow, I was really, you know, I kind of liked it yeah, here. Yeah
1: yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's made it his home, and yeah, he's you know from San Diego. He obviously he had his legal issues, uh, but he's got a house in uh, the Metroplex, and you know, wife and a family now. He has sure. at least one kid. I haven't haven't talked to him for a while since since he had his daughter. So, um, anyway, there there are options. Yep, you know, and and you know these guys can opt out of their deals that like the Tapura, I'm, I'm assuming or. He might get a better opportunity somewhere else and the Rangers won't stand in his way. But, um, never as, as the, bullpen, the way Carpenter was last year, as the bullpen continues to um, be unreliable, mm-hmm. you, you know, if these guys are looking like they're getting outs and could help, you know, guys, especially guys with experience, you never know.
0: Has Taylor Hearn played his last time in for the Texas Rangers? I don't
1: think so. He's still pretty young, still under control. He's just. Got to figure 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 it out. And, I mean, know, the guy
0: throws hard. He's left-handed.
1: I mean, these guys these guys come at their own their own pace, and maybe he was rushed because he was part of that. I wouldn't say the you know they got him in 2018, um, you know, 19 he may, came up to made that start in Seattle and got hurt. 20 he uh, everybody thought he would make the team. Uh, he ended up not making the team initially that summer. Ended up pitching in the big leagues again that year, last year, or you know, 21 looked like he might be a good reliever. Yeah, 22 he was in the rotation, it didn't work out, so he's just got to find his way. It, it's got to find his niche. It's still about commanding the Each, fastball with, with him, and and if he can do that, he's going to be a, a he can be a good a good player, a good pitcher. But um, he he has not made the improvements. I don't think that the Rangers were were seeking, or, or he would have been. All
0: right, is that it?
1: Uh, yeah, you know, just... Sebastian just, Walcott. Oh, I mean, Sebastian Walcott in the ACL. He hit, he's
0: hit five, six home runs now down there. Yeah, and he, I think
1: I think they've mostly been this month. Um,
0: he's he's seems to be in a happy place. Um, I predicted that, that Sebastian Walcott would be the number one prospect soon in the organization. That might have gotten held up by Lankford, who came into the organization. Uh-huh. I don't think I... I, I kind of assume Max Clark. Was going to be the Ranger. I didn't assume Langford, but I still say Sebastian Walcott could be one of these. Maybe the Rangers finally have one of their one Soto type kids that goes up at 20 years old. Maybe. You, you never know, know, gets here by 20 um, and he's killing the ball, but we'll yeah, see. Yeah.
1: But um, anyway, the ACL team is playing a lot better. They're, they're still under 500, but they were like 4 and 11 at one point. Now I think they're 12 and 13 or 13 and 13 or 12 and 14, something like that. Uh, the DSL—it's hard to hard to figure them out. You, you know, there's two teams and prospects are uh, there's two teams. It's not like there's an A team and a B team. I think they try to evenly divide the talent. And, yeah. Uh, so so everybody anyway, can play, but yeah. everybody's playing, and um, you might see some of those guys in uh, in Arizona. Uh, Does at, they at have two year. teams or just one? Just one. Yeah. I think the giant. A couple of the teams have two, but Rangers just have one. Um, okay, so yeah, Rangers today. I'm 9 a month, 35 for six months, 60 for 12 months. Um, at this point, 12 months gets you into the next All-Star break. Right. So you'll get the rest of the season, which is looking like a playoff run. You'll get the off-season, which will be huge. Mm-hmm. You'll get spring training in the start of next year, all the way to the All-Star game, which is at Globe Life Field. So yep. um, it's a it's a good time to get you your 12 months. You'll Hit the subscribe button. Yeah, you'll get all the good stuff. Uh, subscribe to uh, – uh, the, the YouTube channel, too. Uh, now that baseball is back, we will be out there uh, doing our interviews. And I think we're going to – I don't have any vacations planned. I think you might Mine be Mine are all, done. You're all traveled out, so we should well, be Well, i got some
0: a- traveling to do, but they won't be for a week and gone. Like, i got to take – my son's got to go up for an orientation for college, but that's on a Monday and Tuesday. Okay. That shouldn't affect you and me. Um, we've got to take him to college. We'll probably rotate that around – uh, coming up on a Saturday and then coming back right, and dropping gotcha. him off, doing that kind of thing. But we shouldn't miss. Sorry about that, guys. We enjoyed going live. That's pretty yeah, fun that to do. But we, getting a show together is more fun. Uh, yeah. And getting a guest on and getting to do that. And uh, don't forget the Dub Network. Uh, go hit their social media platforms um, as they're putting us out on out there. We really appreciate the Dub Network in this. Yeah, we're and on
1: iHeartRadio with them now. iHeartRadio with and the Dub Network. But we're still on Spotify and Apple and Google and Google.
0: Everywhere you listen Everywhere to it. Everywhere you
1: can get the most popular podcasts.
0: Most popular Texas Ranger podcast. Yeah,
1: we're number there one, is. baby. That's yep. it.
0: Guys, thanks for this. Uh, we're back at it. Today's Friday. The Rangers open big series to start the second half tonight. Um, by the time some of you watch this, they've already played. But when you're listening to it, they have it. There you go. Have a good one. Till next time, see you at the yard.